Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Let's talk about mentors. I have mentors both in and out of real estate and the training business, people I really want to emulate. There are certain people that you want to emulate and others that you really should not emulate. Choose carefully. Make sure the people you emulate have the type of success you want. Those who will sincerely show you all you need to know and are authentically the kind of person you want to be. Ask a few questions in concerning a mentor. Do they really have the success you want? I'm guessing that there are several people out there who teach courses about succeeding in your industry, but they haven't really achieved that success themselves. They are more interested in succeeding by teaching success than succeeding in the business. Others have been in the business for decades. They still do things the way they did 30 years ago, or quite frankly, even five years ago. They may still be productive because they built a strong client base over the years, but they don't know how to build a business in today's market, and they certainly don't know what it takes to become a community market leader. Make sure the people you're learning from have actually done what they're teaching you to do. Even better, they're currently doing it and doing it well. You don't want to emulate the person who's doing just enough to get by until they're ready to retire. You certainly don't want to copy their habits if they're wandering in the office at 10 a.m., chit-chatting on the phone for a few hours, and then doing the bare minimum for their clients. You don't want to emulate someone who is doing the business the way everyone else is doing it. Instead, look for the person who stands out from the crowd. Emulate the person who is clearly professional at what they do and who is still passionate about their work and clients. Model yourself after the person who is excited to learn new things and try different approaches. Imitate the other businesses and professionals in your industry who know the business and profession inside and out, who admits when he doesn't know the answer, then finds the answer. Choose the person who takes pride in the quality of everything they do, who treats every project like a million-dollar project and every client like their new best friend. Are they sincerely offering what you need to know? In many businesses and professions, the first mentor you find is really just looking for a go-for or free assistant. I ran into that myself. After my first year in real estate, I was very flattered when a top agent in the area asked me to partner with her. As I worked with her, I realized that she just wanted someone she could rely on to do all the work because she was planning on moving. What I thought was a potential mentor turned out to be someone who took advantage of me. Sometimes more experienced businesses and professionals want to help, but they're afraid of giving up their secret sauce. They have some tricks up their sleeves that could really help you out, but they're afraid to share it. Make sure the person you choose as a mentor is generous with what they know. In fact, learn from someone who isn't in your area at all. Research the people who are top in your field around the country. See what they are doing, implement it, and do whatever they do even better. If it's working for them, it can work for you too. Don't ever stop. Keep growing. Are they the kind of person you want to be? Maybe you have a hotshot loan officer or insurance broker or architect who is willing to mentor you, but you sense that she isn't quite ethical in how she operates. Don't even go near her. Her reputation, which will get out no matter how clever she thinks that she is, will taint you as well. Or maybe the best therapist around is a workaholic with no time for herself, her family, or the community. Working hard is one thing, but is that who you want to be? Most of us want success for the quality of life it can bring, not just to build up more money in our bank accounts that we could ever use. I mentioned Tony Robbins earlier. I've been to many of his events and read his books. 
I look at him and see his compassion, empathy, and drive to help everybody. He's amazing at what he does. He is innovative in his thoughts and techniques, and he just goes for it. He is knowledgeable about so many things from how to make and keep your money to your personal self-help. He goes above and beyond with everything he does in life, from giving back to supporting charities to feeding the homeless. He's a total giver. In fact, my affirmation is, I want to be the female Tony Robbins. I want to help as many people succeed as I can. I will positively affect every life that I touch. The more money I give, the more I get. I positively attract anything and everything I need into my business to be a complete success. I sat in one of his training events with my husband and my 15-year-old and 18-year-old daughters. Each day was anywhere from 12 to 18 hours, and it was totally engaged and energized the entire time. This guy has apparently made around $440 million, yet he's up there, and you can tell he's sincere about wanting to help people, wanting to change lives, and wanting to do things for the right reasons. There are over 10,000 people at any particular event, and he gave us each a book. It's called Money, Master the Game, and I'll encourage everyone to read it. This book isn't just some throwaway you can read in two hours. It has a lot of valuable content that you can apply. When I am writing books, my goal is to always give that same kind of value. I have used different coaches to help me structure my business, improve my public speaking skills, improve as a leader, learn funnels and digital marketing, and work on personal growth and development. I started working with each of them because they resonate with me so well. Some have helped me set boundaries with my clients and have worked with me on how I speak to people and the language I use. Another business coach is teaching me how to tell a story on stage and how to speak clearly and have the confidence when I'm on stage. The Tony Robbins coaching program is helping me both personally as well as with time management in my business. I'm working with a business coach to learn how to build a business that gives you a lifestyle of freedom in two years or less. I'm also coaching with the man who helps you ethically persuade people to take action they already wanted to take and that really is in their best interest, but fear holds them back. His focus and mine is making sure people are not pressured into something that ultimately isn't good for them, but that you help them overcome fears and take steps that will benefit them. Not all coaches are going to work for you. I met one coach at a seminar when someone else was the primary speaker. She gave a 20-minute presentation and I was totally impressed. She got up on stage and spoke clearly, effectively, and with authority. I felt like she was talking directly to me. I didn't even have to think about it. I immediately signed up for her course. She resonated more with me in her 20-minute presentation than the person who put the event on and who spoke the majority of the three days. She showed up like a leader. She was a powerhouse, seemed to know her stuff, and was confident. However, once I got into her program, I realized that she seemed more interested in the money than in the students. I also realized I knew a lot more than she did about marketing. So I ended up fulfilling the contract I had with her, but chose not to continue with setting her material. I didn't beat myself up over it. I just chalked it up to a life lesson and moved on. So find a mentor or coach that you resonate with, not only with what they teach, but also who they are. An environment that supports success. Maybe even more important than a coach is the environment you live in. This is all about the people you hang out with on a regular basis. It's great to touch base with someone who will cheer you on and give you good tips a couple of times a month. But if that person you see and interact with on a daily basis are doom and gloom, negative Nellies, it will be tough to keep your momentum moving forward. Does this mean you need to ditch the friends you've had since kindergarten? Maybe, but that's up to you and it depends on how much negative influence they have on you. At the very least, you want to identify the people that are sucking the juice of enthusiasm out of you and minimize your time around them. You also don't want to share your most cherished dreams and goals with that kind of person. They only try to pop holes in your balloon. Instead, you want to surround yourself with people who are positive and who are going after their goals and dreams so you can be a cheering squad for each other. And if you don't have friends like this, you need to find some. Check out different organizations in your community like Rotary Clubs and Toastmasters groups. They often cater to people who are heading forward in life, not moaning about the past and what can't be done. 
Environment also means you need to pay attention to what you let into your brain. It's easy to watch the news and feel hopeless about the world. It's too easy to hear a rotten economic forecast and start to believe that your success will be impossible in a weak economy, which, in my experience, is not true. Instead, you want to fill your brain with positive and hopeful news and stories. And if you look in the right places, there's plenty of it. So be conscious of the books you read, the podcasts you listen to, even the Facebook posts you skim, and the TV shows you watch. Negative messages can sabotage you and weaken your commitment. A 2005 article by Alan Duchman called Change or Die talked about how heart patients who were told that if they did not change their lifestyle, they would actually die. Still, after just one year, 90% of the people went back to their old lifestyle. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Another researcher took a similar group of patients with clogged arteries and told them the lifestyle change they needed to make. But these patients were attending groups, supporting meetings twice a week. After three years, 77% of this group had successfully kept in their lifestyle change. The difference? They had a supportive environment where they held each other accountable and discussed challenges. So you are seven times more likely to make a change in the right environment with the right people. Constant education. We talked about education to increase your expertise in your industry and to stay current in your business, professional trends, and your market. But to succeed as a community market leader, you need to go beyond that. You need to step out of your industry and focus on getting better at a number of things. Maybe you need to become a better public speaker. Maybe you need to increase your confidence. Maybe you need to learn to handle your finances more intelligently or more responsibly. We all have areas that need improving. I did so much work in real estate for 15 years that I felt like I had left my own personal growth and development behind. Over the past few years, I've started focusing on that area. My goal is to enhance my speaking skills and coaching skills. My goal is to enhance my speaking skills and coaching skills so I can make an even bigger impact. I am constantly listening to motivational podcasts and reading uplifting books. Find those areas where you can improve and make a plan. Stay in learning mode always so that expanding your knowledge is a consistent theme in your life. Challenge yourself to become better in something every single week. It's really about the journey. I know we all want to reach our goals, but at the end of our day, we need to appreciate every single step we take toward them. Think about the Olympic athlete. They train for years and years just to perform for a few minutes on the gymnastic floor or sprint for less than a minute. When you win that gold medal, the success and wins are not when you cross the finish line, but when you got up every single day and swam when it was 20 degrees outside or when you did another lap around the track even though you were exhausted. It's when you left the party early or didn't go at all because you need to get up early and hit the gym. The real win was when you sacrificed to get better at what you do to become that better person. That's where all our winnings comes. Those are your biggest wins, not when you get that gold medal. It's who you have become to get there that's the biggest prize. In doing all they did, those Olympic athletes became different people. They became disciplined, more self-confident, and developed positive mindsets. They get smarter about their sport and get guidance from the best coaches in the world. Maybe they won the gold medal or maybe they didn't. But what they gained is even more important. I want this for you too. The most important thing is having a mindset of I can do this. This is working for me. I am achieving my goals. To me, this mindset is the number one thing that determines success. I make sure it shows up in every move I make. For example, when I was building my house, I didn't want to get a loan for it because if I got a loan, it would mean I didn't believe in myself. To me, getting the loan meant I was doubting that I could achieve 
enough success in my coaching business to pay for it. My husband and parents kept saying, just get a loan, alleviate all the stress. But I knew that if I got the loan, I'd be sabotaging my mindset and my goals in a way. I built the house with not ever having to get a loan. All the successes I have had has come from focusing on my mindset as much as anything else and working at it constantly. It's what you gain along the way that is most important. Getting your specific goals is awesome, yet who you have to become on the journey toward these goals will make a huge impact on all areas of your life. Take the time to notice how you're changing and improving and give yourself a pat on the back for all the effort you're putting in along the journey. Stay energized. Rather than taking the minimum requirement of continuing education, community market leaders are educating themselves on a weekly basis, then implementing what they're learning. Community market leaders aren't content with their last good idea. They're constantly improving month after month on what they're producing. They ask, how can I make this better for my clients and the community I serve? How can I give even more value? They're constantly testing to find out what's working and what's not. Their businesses is constantly evolving based upon new technologies and innovations. And because they're doing all of that, their business is growing exponentially. It takes a lot of energy and energy comes from enthusiasm. I want you to be enthusiastic about becoming a community market leader, not just going along for the ride. I want you to be enthusiastic as you're learning and enthusiastic when you're implementing. Be enthusiastic when something doesn't work because it's teaching you what does. I always say, appreciate when you feel overwhelmed because it means that you're learning and growing. Be enthusiastic about even the smallest gains. If you're not usually an enthusiastic kind of person, work on that. It will bring you amazing rewards. I think one of the reasons I've been so successful in my careers has a lot to do with my enthusiasm. People can see that I truly care about what I'm doing and I'm passionate about what I teach and my students' successes. The more enthusiastic and passionate you are about what you do and the people that you serve, everyone will be able to see it and feel it. Hey, I hope you like what you're hearing. So right now you're actually listening to my book. We're giving you parts of our book each and every episode. So stay tuned for the next episode on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday, where we release more parts of our book, Sell 100 Homes or the Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook. Thanks for being here. Appreciate your time and stay tuned for more.